As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel, and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things like their wings on. How do you have time to consume all this content? You're listening to Dave Spadaro interviews. I, I take a morning bike ride and I listen to Oh, oh I want to hear more it about is. that, but go ahead. No, the Schuylkill Trail. I, I oh, really? Yes. Wow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Saturday afternoon. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. We don't, even, we don't even have Marissa with us today. This is this is bound to be a disaster, Zach. How are you? I'm doing well. Always enjoy a Saturday practice. Do you? I do. I, I, I do. It feels... What does although, your family think about that? They don't enjoy it as much as I do. Okay. Uh, but no, I ever since Lehigh, I always enjoyed the Saturday practice. Why? Let's unpack that. Uh, it just, it felt, you know, there were, well, back... In, in, in Lehigh, there was often less traffic. There was uh, that's true. It was it was lighter. You, you know, didn't have a I, family back then. That's true. Uh, you often had your your Sunday material filed for the paper. So, and then at the athletic, well, I, I don't these Saturday practices. I, I suppose from our purposes, they're not they're not much different than a Friday or a Sunday or a Thursday, uh, but. Yeah, no, I I enjoy coming in on a Saturday. Seventy six. I could is tell clear. you, I could tell you enjoyed it. You you showed up in your casual T shirt today. <laughs> you knew I was going to have to mention that. I, I I did not know you were going to mention that, but yes. Yeah, you looked comfortable. Look good, play good, feel good. You know. Correct. I write well. Yep. All right. Well, we will get to what we saw from today's action in the Quactus report. We will go to the defensive side of the ball and do our. Thumbing bird up, thumbing bird down, and then uh, we'll see. We'll see if we have something else for the end of the show. We'll, we'll find out if uh, the person we're trying to get in touch with is willing to talk to us or not. So uh, why don't we get to the Quactus Report. Uh, Zach, a, a day that was, uh, was it good defense or bad offense? 
I suppose it could go either way. Maybe a little bit of both, but I thought it was a bad offensive day all around. The There was one period where I have to go through my notes again, but I believe there was a you know, whistled sack, if you will, and then five incompletions in a row, uh, meaning like they did not move the ball at all on that series. Now, there were a few PBUs, so either the the defense was doing an outstanding job breaking on the ball, and it might well be that. The coverage, the wide receivers were not getting separation. It might well be that. Or Jalen Hurts was not, uh, he was late throwing the ball. It might well be that. I or think the design over, of the play was bad. Or well that, that, too. Or that. But it wasn't just the series, by the way. The ball was on the ground way too often. Uh, practice is is supposed to be a controlled setting. I understand the Eagles do ones-on-ones, so you are going against the top guys. And this offense isn't the same when it doesn't have Devontae Smith and it's missing some key pieces on the offensive line. I, I We can get all those all those caveats out there. I still, I still think that for uh, nine days or nine practices in the camp, this was a concerning performance by the offense today. I don't. I feel like concerning is maybe a little bit strong. I mean, okay, I do think that like this is a thing that happens in most training camps, where like the defense has a good day. It's easier for the defense than it is for the offense during a training camp. You know, it's not like. Um, I mean, he did throw an interception. Jalen Hurts did to Eric Wilson, right? Yes. Um, but I, I have a hard time getting super worked up about one bad practice. I'm not getting worked up about it. I'm I'm saying like they didn't complete a pass during a you know it's well they're going to be serious when they go three and out. Sure, and you will kill them when they do that, right? Um, I don't know, maybe. But this is a practice. Uh, what, what are we talking about, Zach? <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not. I'm not going crazy about it. I'm just Quactus. telling you what I observed today. Uh, I mean, it Kemsky, was yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. It was it was a bad bad day for the offense for yeah, sure. Yeah, Jimmy Kemsky wrote on 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 Twitter that it was it was one of the worst offensive practices he's ever seen, and like I I, I don't think that's hyperbole. Uh, there are days you're right when the defense is getting the better of them. Even earlier in camp, when the defense was getting better of them. The offense was still getting completions, right? Um, so, well, you know what else I think this is maybe a function of is like we've seen a lot of times when the offense is getting completions because it's just checking down to a running sure. back. So maybe the maybe the goal today was to not do that, was to give your receivers a chance to win, and that didn't work. Like, sure. maybe and, and maybe the, there's always reasons for this. We didn't speak to Nick Sirianni. We didn't speak to Shane Steichen. Uh, so. There, there might be a plausible explanation for it. I'm, I'm not overreacting. I'm just as, as we said with you're Shield, just reacting. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, no, fine. no. We're the eyes and the ears of the fans. This is what happened at the Saturday practice. It doesn't mean this is what's happened for nine consecutive days, it or that, means, or that it will have any impact on what exactly. will happen during the season. It's just, it's just this is what happened at practice today. And again, like we've said throughout the week, uh, or throughout the past two weeks. The offense is different when Jalen Hurts is moving around and there's broken plays and you and you scramble drill. The offense will obviously be different when Devontae Smith is out there. You know, they, he's your number one receiver for a, a reason. So this is not like the, the offense they had on the field on August 7th 
is not the offense that I assume will be out on the field on September 13th, I believe, is the season opener. It better be if they want to protect <laughs> that left guard spot. <laughs> so Opeto was out there at, at left guard, Jack Driscoll at right guard. Uh, but I'm saying they didn't complete a pass on on that. I mean, they didn't complete a pass on on in in a five play stretch. That's not that. I mean, it was it was tough to watch, yeah. but it's not like no. the craziest thing in the world. <laughs> I think part of it is that also like the practices are shorter, right? So there are fewer sure. periods. So if they have a couple bad periods, it's going to seem like it's the whole practice, which it is. Sure. But you know, if they had longer practices, maybe they'd have a chance to make some more plays. Sure. Sure. So well, I'm just playing contrary. Yeah. yeah, that was so my biggest takeaway of practice today was that the offense has a lot of work to do or this defense is going to be like impossible to complete a pass against this year. You know, they're going to break on every ball. They're going to they're going to get their hands on things. They're going to, and and that well might be the case. Like, I, I do think, you know, we were talking to Shio about this over text. This defense doesn't have any first or second year players in their starting lineup. Right. This is an experienced defense. Uh, that that has a lot of talent up front, a lot of experience on the back end. So this this and we we both agree we're impressed with what we've seen from Jonathan Gannon so far too. Uh, so this might might turn out to be a very underrated defense. And I will also say that uh, that Sirianni, I, I mentioned that Sirianni does ones versus ones. Andy Andy Reid didn't usually do ones versus ones, and I imagine a part of the reason was because you want to build up you know, confidence in your group, right? right? Like you don't want something like this to happen. I, I remember there was a Dolphins practice one time that I, I read about where uh, Ryan Tannehill threw all these interceptions and uh, the coaches were telling the defense to like relax a bit because, you know, they didn't want to mess funny. with, with uh, Tannehill's confidence. Uh, so, yeah, maybe they need to go out there tomorrow and have like the ones against the threes, you know, uh, when the fans are there and Jalen Hurts looks outstanding. But that was my biggest takeaway. What else in the quack this report? We should say a new injury. John Hightower, uh, week to week, a groin injury. Mm, going to be tough. Going to be tough to make the clump in the tump. Yes. Uh, wide receiver and linebackers are the positions that have been hit the hardest, it seems like. Uh, Alex Singleton, speaking of linebackers, Alex Singleton is back. But Jannard Avery is day-to-day. Sean Bradley is day-to-day. So, excuse me. So the uh, Singleton jumped right in with the ones next to Eric Wilson. Yes. Which was interesting. Yes. It makes sense. He's making up for lost time reps wise. But uh, slightly. They also don't really have anyone else. Slightly interesting. They've got TJ Edwards. True. Although they really don't like TJ Edwards in passing situations. TJ Edwards has been like an exclusively base look. That's not true. He's been the he's been the only linebacker on the field with the twos a lot. But I'm saying with the ones. With the ones, yeah. Well, yeah. Be, with, because with the ones, it's mostly Eric Wilson. He's been coming off. But yeah. when he is, you're right. I mean, when when it is a day where it's Wilson and Edwards, Edwards comes off. Yes. But with the twos, Edwards is the one who stays on as the as the dime linebacker. Correct. Uh, yeah, some some shuffling with the offensive line. We wanted to see. You know, you take your step back after that set of four practices. What do we change? Nate Herbig. Moves from first team left guard to second team center, mm-hmm. which is interesting. You could read that as we've seen enough of him at left guard. Let's give somebody else a shot. Or you could read it as is Herbie going to be our our swing guy? Can he be the backup center? Let's get him some reps at center. Uh, he was replaced by uh, our boy, my boy, Suo Peta, 
at left guard. And then uh, also very interesting, Matt Pryor has been the first team right guard with Brendan Brooks out. He was replaced today by Jack Driscoll. And Driscoll has not had uh, reps at guard in any team drills through the first eight practices. He's taken a few one-on-one reps there, but he moved inside today. So uh, two new guards for uh, for the offensive line. Driscoll, I think it's interesting. I think you they sort of would want him to be, we've talked about it in the past, like the Vitae. Um, mm-hmm. That you know, Dickerson being healthy changes the calculation there, changes what exactly you need from your top backup. But uh, if Driscoll can settle in at guard, that would be uh, that would be helpful for for them and for him. I agree. I agree. It'll make him more valuable on game day. I, I do. And have his a first question. his first rep in one on ones today, up against Fletcher Cox. That was a that was like a it was like a welcome to the NFL type deal. Fletcher Cox just clubbed right, like a Reggie White club just right past him. Very easy. And then later on, J- Javon Hargrave drove him back. So, you know, Hargrave and Cox is a little different than, uh, I guess, Jaquan Bailey, who, he, who he's been going up against a lot. Correct. Uh, the Herbig thing, I'm curious if you think, if if it's real, because I was speaking to someone on the sideline today who's, <laughs> who speculated that, could there be anything about uh, Lena Dickerson with this? Like, are they thinking Dickerson might not be ready for the beginning of the season and Herbig is their backup center going into the year? Well, I'm not so sure that I, I expected Dickerson to be the backup center to begin with. Um, okay. I was sort of expecting him to be starting at guard. Um, I mean, center is a there's, – there's a lot that goes into that, obviously, and he has not practiced at all. He doesn't know the offense that well, so – uh, I, I was always expecting that that was going to be the second part of his okay. development. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think, like, if Landon Dickerson misses the entire summer, like, are you going to make him your top interior offensive line backup week one without any practice? That That's that's a lot to ask. He is a second-round pick who has a lot of experience, but, no, it's a, it's a fair point. It was posed to me more in terms of, is he going to be back for the beginning of the season? Or is he going to be on NFI to begin the regular season? Right. Right? Because if that's the case, you're looking at at least six weeks without him. Yeah. And and by that point, by the time he starts practicing with you and, and – Takes a couple weeks. Exactly. So you're, you're probably not looking at until November, December when you have him active on game days and if if everything goes on, on schedule. So perhaps that's perhaps that's what it is. I think that they are in a position where they need to prioritize developing him over what's best for the short-term roster management. Meaning, I don't think they should put him on NFI because I think they should be willing to get him onto the practice field as soon as they can, mm-hmm. um, even if it means losing one guy on the on the fifty on the back end of the fifty-three man roster. This is not a team with like Super Bowl aspirations. Obviously, they're 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 marching orders should be to do the best player development they can. I don't know. What do you think? I think well, you, could, you could argue that, that you know, yeah. what is two practices, two weeks of practice really going to change about his long-term outlook, but. I would say tell Lane Johnson and Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey and. Jeffrey Lurie did. Zach Ertz he, that they don't have Super Bowl aspirations. He did. He told he them did. that when, in, a, when he fired Doug Peterson. Yeah. It's a transition. So year. I'm not the one that needs to tell true. him. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so I agree with you on on Dickerson. Although 
look, you, you, you don't make that pick to have him ready on September 13th. But if he's if he starts the season on NFI, like it's not that much different than Sidney Jones's rookie year. Sidney Jones mm. started practicing week fourteen, week fifteen, right? Um, he, he I mean was, it, he was active for week they're, seventeen. They're different injuries. Like no, I I recognize that. But if you if you rewind the draft night. Howie Roseman said, this not is a red not shirt a redshirt right. year. This is not Sidney Jones. We went, you know, this is not Sidney Jones. If he starts the season on NFI, he can't practice, you know. Right. Well, he's he's not eligible to return until after week six. I know it's an 18-week season now, not a 17-week season now. But even then, like, that's the, you know, the first time he's practicing with you isn't until a few weeks into the season. Now, I, I, I always take the perspective of, like, don't overstate these college injuries from the development perspective in terms of time missed, because if he was completely healthy and he gets hurt his first day of practice, or, you know, he was, he's like Devonte Smith, then you don't have him during training camp either. Right. So you have to look at, is he going to recover? What is he going to be when he recovers? And what's he going to be over that four or five year period um, that you're looking at? But they, they, they were outspoken about the fact that this is not a red shirt season. So, uh, uh, again, that's probably three, four minutes on Landon Dickerson. We didn't need to go down. Well, I noticed today that he was not in a brace, but he was not working to the side. He was just watching practice. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that is a development or if it was just yeah. he was had the day off, basically. Day off know. after the day off, yes. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, okay, anything else Anything else stand out from practice for you? Uh, for the more granular details, of course, we can read sure. your report on The Athletic later. Sure. Well, we should say Jalen Hurts' birthday turns 23 years old. Should we say uh, that? Yeah, he is young. He is young. He, exactly. That's that's what I was about to point out is like I, he, I believe he's younger now than Carson Wentz was when the Eagles drafted Carson Wentz. That makes sense. Uh, Carson Wentz was 23, turned 24, I believe, uh, on on uh, December 30th that year. So, so, yeah, so hold on. Sorry. It's quite all right. Is it is this the call? Is it the call? Oh no. Is this the call not. you've been waiting for? No, it's not. Um no, it's not the call I've been waiting for. But I have I apologize. I got when you get two got uh, a back to back missed calls from your wife, you get worried. Uh, right. So she called once, I declined because yeah. of my podcast, calls again, and then you're saying what's so then you text and then it turns out that uh I said I'm on a podcast, and I got the oh sorry. Oh, so. okay. Well, it could have <laughs> been behind a, the scenes. It could have been a, a necessary exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. You did the right uh, thing. Yes. So as we're so yeah. So Jalen Hurts, young for the position. Now, did you say you're on a podcast or like the podcast? Because when did, you say I, you're on a podcast, it makes it sound like you might be on someone else's podcast. I don't think I put an article in there. I just put on podcast. On podcast. Interesting. Nice yes. brevity. Okay. Yes, exactly. I think that gets well, the point across. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, Jalen Hurts turns 23 today. Young guy, as, as as we established. And what else jumped out? Look, Eric Wilson, that was a really nice interception. Read that play. Uh, Hurts scrambled to his right. Uh, Wilson... Was was reading it the, the the whole way. Showed good ball skills there. 
was impressed by that. I, I I also think Steve Nelson's been doing a good job with PBU. He's, He's been, been good. getting in there. Same thing with Anthony Harris. Those three guys I, I think are going to be good additions to this defense. You know, Harris has been interesting because he gets killed in one-on-ones. That's not really his job necessarily, mm-hmm. but every day he's getting toasted by like Tyree Jackson or uh or like Jack Stoll is beating him one in one on one. So that's, that's uh, why he's that's, a corner or not, not his uh, job. Uh, or the, sorry, that's why he's a safety, not a corner. Well, right. those are tight ends. Like you know, they're not they were not wide receivers. Um but yeah, I mean obviously it, it matters more what he's gonna do in, in team drills. Uh, he's been fine. Okay. Uh, and then, other than that, Josh Wett, another good day. Just I think we need to keep pointing that out. I, sure, I mean, we I might mean, as well. We might as it's well. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's like we Ray Dittinger coming home from work one day and saying Reggie White had a good practice today. Like, of course he <laughs> exactly. did. It goes without saying. How about this? I will I will point out when Josh Wett doesn't stand out. Okay. okay? Yeah, we will. It, it might be like November when he has a, a day off, but right. I will. I will point out when Josh Sweat doesn't stand out. And then, you know, I, I didn't think the receivers were very good today. No. I thought Ertz was 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 solid on, you know, he, he made a few plays downfield. I was thinking to our conversation the other day, Goddard's somebody who, who like, he's never in my notes for. Very quiet, Cam. Exactly. Yeah, yeah what I do totally you agree. I don't know. I don't see that, like, you know. It's not like a dominant part of the offense. So, so you guys were uh, you and Shio. When I say you guys, you and Shio were were uh, doing a good job getting inside Zach Ertz's mind last Saturday. Do you think in like Dallas Goddard's mind, he showed up and he's like this again? <laughs> it's been like, it's like three years. I I, I, I think you're right. And, yeah, yeah, and now this is happening. Again. Oh my god, again! <laughs> exactly. Oh. When am I just gonna be the guy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They were the whole hey. off season. Yeah. Oh, hey, Zach. <laughs> exactly. Zach, good to see you. Hey, Carl. Uh, yeah. No, I think there is probably something to that. Oh, yeah. You know, Zach. It's great to be with. It's great to be with one of the uh, best tight ends in the league. You know, we we balance each other out. We're learning from stuff from each other. It's it's really all for the best. Sure. He's been getting asked about Sure, Dallas. It's year four of it, right? It's the end of his rookie contract. Exactly. His whole contract's going to be up. He must be like, what's going on here? You told me. You told me in our exit meeting, right? He He said he was gone. Exactly. He got in a fight with the GM before the season even started. What's he doing here? Exactly. Yeah, so I I do wonder if there's some of that with with uh, Dallas Goddard when he 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 ran the wrong way in the conditioning drill because right. he was trying to tell Zach Ertz you know to go somewhere else. Right. Know? Yeah. His head was in a different place. Going to show up with the dyed red hair or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's good. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S. based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. All right. Uh, should we blitz through the uh, hummingbird up and down on the defense? Sure. Everybody's up. Everybody's up. <laughs> no, no, let's blitz let's through it. Okay. Uh, let's start at defensive end. Josh Wett, thumbingbird up. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, his <laughs> thumbs aren't big enough, right? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Josh well, Wett. Well, hummingbirds are small. Uh, Derek Barnett. Sideways. I'd go down. I'd go thumbing bird okay. down. I think it's fair to say. He hasn't been he hasn't been great. Uh Ryan Kerrigan. Uh well he's hurt right now. He's with a thumb injury, by the way. So yeah. his thumb isn't going He's literally right thumbing bird down. He's exactly. got the thumb down. You know he's what? He's down a thumb. I'll do thirty seconds on, on Kerrigan here because I was mm, I was talking about this with somebody today. You know, they're they're trying Avery. Ostman, Patrick Johnson in that stand-up rusher role. Why aren't they trying Kerrigan there? Right? They, 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 they're really their top three with with the ends is strong. I understand you want four, but it would make sense to try Kerrigan in in the in that role. I agree. I'm surprised. Now it could be the kind of thing where like they know they exactly. think they know that he can do it. Um, but it is it is weird. Yeah. I mean, he also hasn't been practicing. Maybe exactly. the plan was for them to do it this week, but. Um, I mean, they also do need four defensive ends. That's sure. But but uh, the thing is, they viewed Milton Williams almost like a DN this year. Yeah. So. Well, he's playing both. Yes. But, uh, okay. Fair enough. Brandon Graham. I guess thumb up because he, thumbing bird up. He's healthy. Yeah. And and he he makes plays like he's yeah. in that backfield. Yeah. Teron Jackson, thumbing bird up or down? Uh sideways. I'd go. Yeah. I think sideways is fair. If forced to choose, I'd go slightly up. Okay. Uh, he's, he, he flashes a little bit. A little agree. bit. Uh, Jaquan Bailey. Down. I mean, he's not. Well, that that seems kind of rude to Jaquan. Like, yeah. Uh, relative to my expectations, sideways. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, uh, bird up for me because I thought he was like you know he came in as like the worst athlete. At any of any defensive end from the past few drafts, so he's been okay. He's got a chance to make some plays in the preseason. Uh, Fletcher Cox, guess thumbing bird up. I mean, he's been he's 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 been healthy. He's here. He yeah, had that two thousand. I mean, the fact that he's camp. healthy is really all yeah. that matters. He so had the, the was it up. was it eighteen or nineteen when he just didn't practice? I think it was nineteen, or he didn't practice the whole camp. That Remember might be. That? Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Javon Hargrave, I'll go big thumbing bird up. Yeah, he's been very good. I agree. This is this is the Javon that gave three years, thirty million to. Mm. Uh, right. Hassan Ridgeway. Hassan Ridgeway, sideways. I'd go sideways too. Yeah. He's a, he he is what he is. He's he's a fine player. I think they'd like for somebody to be better than him, and I don't think they have anybody better yet. Uh, team- By the way, for uh, I I said three years, thirty million. I believe it was three for thirty six. Correct. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I believe that's what it was. That's the one thing that I don't have. 
like we're in relation to the team that I don't have encyclopedic knowledge of. It's like the the, the contract numbers. It doesn't move the needle for me. It's all fake I can money. See that. <laughs> it's not fake money. Well. I mean, see, those 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 checks are going in their <laughs> accounts, right? So, uh, T Y McGill, a thumbing bird up or down. I'll go Sideways. up only because okay. no nobody expects him. He's 20, 28 years old, but you are I don't such think he's going to make the team. You are such an ageist. It's like, tough. what's the age for you? Is there a certain number for you where like you've just you're totally going south on the guy if he's past this age? Well, what, you feel what like part of their, no what part of their career? No, like like you feel this guy can't develop anymore. Oh, I mean, twenty eight is past the age of development. To me, you're getting better every day, right? Like you're, you know, you're either getting better or you're worse. You're not staying the same. So, uh, yeah, you can you can find ways to improve your game at at 31, 32, 33. Well, yeah, but there are your body's also declining. Like, and it's also a, it, it's just like a uh, an investment question for the team. Like, oh, sure. Who cares if if you're Howie Roseman? Who cares if Ty McGill gets a is has a chance to get a little bit better this year? Because the games are won on the margins sometimes, right? If if he's uh, if if he's X percent better than someone else who can be on the field, that can be the difference between right. But if T Y McGill, game and a game, but if T Y T-Y McGill is just a little bit better than Marlon Tui Pelotu right now, but you have control of Tui Pelotu for four years, and you have he he has a chance to get better than T Y McGill sure. will, will ever be. Obviously, you would rather have that, right? I would, correct. Okay. Uh, Tui. I go with Thummingbird a little bit down. I go with Thummingbird down as, as it, well. It has not been, like, these are not the best ways to judge him. Like, he's not going to be, he's not ever going to be like a pass rushing dynamo. Uh, he's there to just move the pocket. Uh, and you're not going to get to see that super well in, in training camp, especially when it's not live. But I've been, I've been a little underwhelmed. Yeah, someone said to me they might they, they might be trying to hide him, and I said from from what from us like <laughs> you know there's it's it's not like other teams are watching this film right right so uh, Raekwon Williams uh, Shield was not very high on Raekwon right no he loved him he's had two he, had, oh, he, had he, two, he batted down two Joe Flacco yes that's passes. right that's right so then give me up on on uh, Raekwon mm-hmm. yeah I'll go with Thumbnail to the side okay how about you, Milton you want to be a contrarian Milton Williams. Thumbing bird up now, as you've discussed. Oh, I got thumbing bird down. As 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 you've discussed, those those arms don't go very high, but uh, it's still the the. You've been down on on Williams. He, yes, he's, he's been a good athlete. He's been versatile. Uh yeah, he's been versatile, but he hasn't done that much. Like I, okay. I don't know that he's ready to step in as the third defensive tackle on on passing downs or. Fair. Like, do we really, do you really want to see him on the field as a defensive end when you've got Bar- <laughs> no. Barnett or Kerrigan as a backup? No, True. right? No, no. So, well, you definitely don't want to take Josh Sweat off the field. Oh, know, that's that. right. So I'd go a little bit down on Milton. Uh, okay, let's get to those. Uh, let's get to those Sams. Jannard Avery. Sideways. I'd go I mean, up, up because I think a water gun to the uh, armpit. I would I would think that he's leading that race. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Ostman. Up. Why not? Okay. Smoking Joe. I go probably <laughs> sideways. I mean, okay. he's had better training camps. True. That's true. Well, Jordan Mylott is better now. So <laughs> that's true. And uh, Patrick Johnson. Very I'm, anonymous. I'm, I'm, Very anonymous. 
You know what though? When he blitzes, he looks good. So okay, can you say so? Uh, he did. He he took some first team snaps today. Yeah. Well, they always rotate in. Yes. Uh, Eric Wilson. As they move to the other linebackers. So if we did this a week ago, I probably I probably would have said down. I would have been like, "Why is Eric Wilson your second team Mike linebacker today?" Right. But I'm going up. Uh, you know, I I think he's been the best linebacker, which isn't saying much, but I think that's fair to say. No argument. Uh, Davion Taylor, interesting one. Well, uh, we were up, but now we're down. I think right? you got to go down, right? Yeah, he's in a boot. Yeah, he's he he had a week of training camp. You can't. He's in a boot. Exactly. Exactly. So there's going to be, yeah. Uh, TJ Edwards. I like TJ Edwards. I think he's not a bad player. I like TJ Edwards too as a guy, but, and as a player, but I, I, I think he does stuff. I go thumbing bird up. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I won't dispute it. Alex Singleton. Down. <laughs> he practice. You gotta go thumbing bird down. I mean, practices. Yeah. Uh, how about Rashad Smith? What can you tell me about Rashad Smith, Zach? They got him from the Chiefs, right? Sounds right. Isn't he with? Am, am I wrong? Or you, you made a face there? We are no, not. I didn't make a face. Uh, we are on video here. Uh, we don't usually do this on video for the for, for the audio ones, but without Marissa, we are on Streamyard. Uh, so no, not from the Chiefs. Not from, from the, the Cowboys okay. and the Bears before that. God. Okay. So I'm glad you fact checked me then. Born on April 20th. Was there a, a Smith they got from the Chiefs? Uh, Devontae. <laughs> they didn't get him from the Chiefs. They got him from the Crimson Tide. So, I guess Thumbing Bird sideways? For Rashad? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I'd go Thumbing Bird down. He hasn't done, yeah. he hasn't done anything. Uh, I, I, he has not been in my notes at all. So, How about Jacoby Stevens to close out the linebackers? That's not well, true. He was up. More. He was up. Um, and then he had, uh, and then he had, he had sorry, I was just looking up Rashad Smith, Rashad Smith's in. So if you go to his Wikipedia, he's, he's, he's in the Eagles Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he played week 17. That's right. right that's against, against Washington. Washington. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's not, like, that's not Moses Foku. No, it's not. So, uh, Jacoby Stevens. Look, he, I, I thought he had two good days of practice, and then he got hurt. Got to so, go thumbs down. Got to go thumbs Need down. Need that time. Uh, injurious. And then Sean Bradley. I go thumbing bird down. I feel like okay. you were hoping for a little a little. Yeah, I feel like the, little bump the myth in here, of, too. The myth of Sean Bradley is sometimes better than the, the play of Sean Bradley. What is the but, myth of Sean Bradley? Well, uh, like last year, I vividly recall. Once again, I use vividly a, a little too. Uh, okay to freely i i recall kind of behind the scenes chatter that mm-hmm. that he was gonna be that he's he's like the late round pick who's ready to play right right and that they'll watch out for him in camp and then i don't think the former staff thought the rookie linebackers were ready to play and frankly i i don't know if like the evaluation was was well, that unkind? If well, well, actually, perhaps they are ready to play, and they just need they just need more practice time. But I I I thought we would see a little more juice from Sean Taylor. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry from Sean Bradley right now. I agree. I mean, linebackers are tough though. Like we'll we'll see what they do in the games. It's hard. Sure. 
practice is hard. Uh, all right, let's move to the secondary as we uh, as we speed through. Darius Slay, Thummingbird down, but probably doesn't matter. Uh, Steve Nelson, I'd go Thummingbird up, as we've talked Correct. about. Zach McPherson, an obvious Thummingbird up. Avante Maddox, I was talking today, he's had a, he's had a very quiet camp, but but quiet for a corner is probably good, right? Agree with that. And he's, he's uh, I thought Darius Slay actually put it well. He's where he belongs. Slay mm. said that last week oh, about that's funny. the slot. Yeah, he's where he belongs. And so... Darius uh, Slay is such an unserious person. He's just <laughs> not going to win with that guy. <laughs> we will see. Uh, Craig James. Coming for down. I mean, I don't, I don't have a strong Craig James state. Yeah, I don't know. I would go. I'd go Thumbingbird to the side. Okay. How about Michael Jaquette? Side. He had a nice uh, breakup today in those team drills. Mm-hmm. I go. I'll go to the side too. Uh, leaning potentially up. I think he's been okay. Uh, Josiah Scott. You like a Josiah Scott? I do. So do I. Give me up for, yeah, give me up for Josiah Scott. Mount Union scouting well. Okay, I agree. Uh, Kevon Seymour. Down, but good quote. Yeah, right. I got Thumbingbird down as well. Uh, Lavert Hill had a pick six today. Yes. Yeah, Michigan by uh, Detroit, right? We did that in the last pod. That's right. So does he get up based on today's performance? This, that, was the, that was the first play I've seen him make all camp. Okay. I don't know. Do, you, do, name, do you disagree? I guess sideways. Okay. Yeah, he, it was the first play I saw him make all right. in camp. Uh, almost done, Zach. Hold on to your, hold on to your horses. I'm enjoying uh, this. Grayland Arnold. He, Who's also banged up, by the yeah. way. We should have mentioned that. I would go Thumbingbird down. I think he has. Uh, do you remember like how much Howie Roseman was gazing up Grayland Arnold last year? Oh, big time. In the offseason? Like, yes. He, in every interview he did, he was talking about how much they loved Grayland Arnold. Yes. and uh, That was so weird. And Grayland Arnold, I'm sorry, Grayland Arnold made my squad for the foot squad draft. Oh yeah, that's don't you right. remember? I yeah. t- I took him over. Uh, I took him over a handful of guys. Yeah, right? You took but, him over Elijah for sure. Yeah, and I think Elijah's been better. But okay, yeah, I go I go down for for Graylin Arnold. He's been underwhelming. Don't tell Howie that. Yeah, how about Elijah Riley? He blitzed today, right on that last play. I believe I didn't see. I didn't see. Yeah. I was watching Huntley catch the pass. Okay. But that's your that's all your answer. I go. I go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're up. The, the the resident Elijah slightly Riley up. He gets answer. a lot of reps with the twos, and I think he okay. does okay. Uh, Anthony Harris, up, down for me. Okay. Uh, Kayvon Wallace, up. I go up. The first too. team safety. Not every day, and they, he splits with Marcus Epps. They both get reps there, but I think he's been okay. I'd go. I'd go slightly up on Kayvon Wallace. Who I was generally a little bit more down on than you were. Also a member of my flit squad team. Hmm. Lot There's of, a trend here. Yeah, bad, bad <laughs> secondary. Uh, Marcus Epps. Sideways. I think that's fair. Uh, Andrew Adams, who we heard from for the first time, said he had COVID. Correct. I would tough go, to go down. Tough to go thummy bird up on a guy who said he had COVID in practice for the first time like three days ago. But he's yeah, actually he, he actually has been thrown into the mix. Exactly. Well, he's a veteran. He has a Super Bowl ring, right? So well, and, also and, member uh, of my flit squad team. Oh my gosh! And uh, you know, he said the thing about 
how this defense is a good fit for his skill set. And so I asked, what, is, what does that mean? Like, why? What about the defense is good? And he said, yeah. well, I can play in the box and I can play deep. So I can do it all. That's basically why. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, he Flex. practiced he, he, he practiced with Tom Brady last year. He's not used to seeing the ball hit the ground as much as it did mm. today. No, I know that's right. Uh, okay, and we close it out, Zach. This is a big one. Obi Melifonwu. Well, he's hurt right now. <laughs> So and he just joined the team, so I would say down based on I go th- thumbingbird down, yeah. They had him, but I'll tell you what you have to just like, think like he's a get off the bus player. Well, yeah, but which is like right? you have to just think how bad must this guy be if he like he looks like this and I he mean, like can't see, get a job. Like, you see this guy and like you can tell why the Raiders of all teams right wanted him second, in second round. round. Yeah, exactly. Like he looks the part. Right. He, uh, if, if you were into like Taylor Mays coming out of USC, mm, good one. Right. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he, he's like legit six foot four here. Uh, he's built, he, he's got, he's got the size and the length, but hasn't, hasn't done much for the Eagles yet. Fair to say. All right, Zach. Thus concludes the, uh, very exciting edition of thumbing bird up and thumbing bird down why don't we take a minute to talk to our uh, talk to our sponsors the people who are making it all happen all right well we are back and we are very pleased to be joined on the phone by one of the biggest stars in the business in the industry ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show national reporter Sheila Kapadia. Sheil, how are you well, I've been waiting for this call for like two hours. Now I'm 10 <laughs> minutes away from my destination and you're giving me a call. So your timing is not great, but I'm good. Uh, it has been like the nostalgic drive for me, you know, from uh, from Owings Mills to now nearly State College where I passed uh, Cockeysville, which is where my wife, you, you know, uh, used to live when we first started dating. So that was oh. uh, a, a little trip there. Then went through, I, I think I saw more of Harrisburg today than I did when I lived there for seven months. And, uh, <laughs> shout out to hashtag BWF road trip uh, for the person. And I can't remember who it is. So it's really terrible attribution who gave me the recommendation to stop at the Cornerstone coffee house in Camp Hill, PA. Have you ever been to a Camp Hill, PA? Anybody? I don't think so. I'm not. A nice little downtown area. You know, you just pull up, uh, head in there, get some avocado toast and a latte, and then uh, you're on your way after that. Nice. Now, what have you been doing on the list? The millennial front? dream right there. Mm, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you know, you know, I wish I didn't like the avocado toast because of the like connotation, but listen, it's delicious. Now, what have you been doing on the listening front uh, from hashtag BWF Road Trip? Uh, nothing from the uh, nothing from the recommendations yet because my usual array of podcasts have not been mm. uh, exhausted yet. But I'm okay. sure that will happen very soon. I've got another uh, you know three hours or so in the car tomorrow, so I think that's when I'll be jumping into some of those. This is interesting. I mean, this is like this is the Shilakapadia trip. I mean, the two places where you might be more highly regarded than anywhere else in the world, State College and Owings Mills. What was it like uh, going back to, uh, you know, the place where you, you, I assume, are feted every time you get there? Did you get the key to the city at, at uh, Owings Mills? 
it was good. The, the castle, as they call it there, uh, had a little, little conversation with John Harbaugh mm, about the state of the team. You know, I think he knew who was interviewing him because he tra- name dropped Jim Johnson like uh, about 90 seconds into the <laughs> interview. So, so he wanted to make sure we get that Philadelphia uh, hook in there. I think he basically said we're, we're running Jim Johnson's defense uh, here. So uh, I'll be writing about that for Monday for the athletic and uh, you know, I don't know state, what state college thinks of me. They don't call me to come back. Uh, you know, I don't make any of these magazines that they send out. Mm. I haven't won an award or anything from them. Uh, so it's not like Zach at Syracuse uh, with me in Penn state. That's good. Let's put, yeah. let's put state college on notice. Give, Has, give Kapadia the respect he deserves. Have you had the national reporter moment in Baltimore yet? Or, or I, I guess, did you where like, you know, you are about to write. I don't know why these 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 guys here aren't saying it, but Malik Harrison is going to take the jump this year, right? Like, is there a guy you saw for two practices and and you don't know why he's not getting gazed up enough? Malik Harrison was actually at the podium today, Zach. So nice mm. job uh, out of you. Uh, no, because as you know, we have a terrific Ravens beat writer, yes. Rebeck, who knows, knows that team uh, inside and out. So I basically just hung with him the whole time and I would, you know, maybe state an observation and then see if he thinks I'm on base, off base, if it's just, well, yeah, that's happening today, but that hasn't happened other times. And so, uh, no, I'm not doing that. I am going to write something about the Ravens, a little notebook type thing uh, for Monday, but I will not jump to uh, jump to any of those conclusions. So just in general, Sheil, um, you know, because we are always so uh, you know, singularly focused on, on Eagles practice. And today was like a, the offense was bad. The defense dominated. They like, they couldn't complete a pass. What was it like? Like, what's the, what's the atmosphere like at Ravens practice? And like, uh, are they allowed to complete passes when they are uh, having team drills? Yeah, I would say, you know, in terms of atmosphere, I would say it's not that different, uh, you know, in terms of like, you don't go to, uh, an Eagles practice and then go to a Ravens practice and think, man, they're doing this uh, completely different, the, the two teams. So I wouldn't say um, anything there is that different in terms of the offense. Apparently they were having a bunch of those days, but that was with uh, uh, Trace McSorley mm-hmm. and Tyler Huntley, I, I believe is, uh, is the other gentleman's name there uh, at quarterback because Lamar Jackson was out. Now Lamar Jackson was back today. Um, and so, you know, yeah, they completed some passes. It doesn't always look, totally crisp you know Je- Jeff Zerebeck was actually making the point to me that he was saying kind of what we said about Jalen Hurts where he you know to a much 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 different degree but he said Lamar never like looks unbelievable in practice you know because it's like uh you're practicing all these sort of uh passing concepts and it's not like he's running around and scrambling and making second reaction plays and so when he moves certainly you see that but he's not somebody who's going to complete like 15 in a row and then i you know i brought up the infamous ravens eagles uh joint practices of course uh to him there bowen that yeah we you know somebody i work with had made that observation previously Mm. Well, it's, it's something to keep in mind for Jalen Hurts, like the hand wringing over Jalen Hurts' practice performance. Shield, if you attended a practice and uh, in six consecutive plays of the first team offense versus the first team defense, there was a play blown dead for a sack and then five incompletions. Uh, would that, and someone said afterwards, it's concerning the way the offense looked. Would you take umbrage with the word concerning? 
Well, if it was, you know, I think you guys have context. You've been to every practice. So if it was just one, you know, if this was one day and there were other days where the offense looked great and the offense isn't coming. I know it's a different regime, but the offense isn't coming off the season in which they were 28th in DVOA. Uh, you know, if you didn't have all those factors, then maybe I would say, you know, chill out. Like, you know, like if, if Patrick Mahomes had that session, then obviously it would be silly to uh, voice any concern. But this is a new staff, uh, relatively new quarterback. And so I would think that um, in the context of what we've talked about before, where the ball's hitting the ground and Richard Rodgers is making diving catches in, in routes on air, uh, <laughs> that uh, it, it would be perfectly reasonable to, to criticize them and ask if it's concerning. So who did you ask that question to? Well, uh, Bo took umbrage to the word concerning. Well, I just, was I like, I think still, that's it's an still five plays Bo's in training like, camp. That's all I'm saying. But it's fair. Uh, help us break this tie, Sheil. Uh, Rashad Smith, would you go <laughs> thumbing bird up or thumbing bird down on his performance at camp so far? I mean, I, you know, that was my listing on my drive from uh, <laughs> no. to Owings Mills. And my God, did you not hear my speech about enter- being entertaining and <laughs> wanting to hang out? I mean, what was that? Unbelievable. The thing about the guy buttering up the ref who no one even knows who you're talking about. I mean, that was really, uh, I felt like I needed to call you guys right away and give you a motivational speech. I mean, I'm not trying to tumble down these, these Apple podcast rankings during training camp while I'm trying to do a little tour do i need like do i need to come there and babysit you or or vet these topics before you start or what yes that's clearly what's going on that's why we have to call you right now yes are we doing every player and you said yes i mean i had no idea at that point you were going to do every player how about would you be interested in like a five minute um uh a, a five minute tangent on whether landon dickerson should start the season on the nfi list or not I mean, no. I mean, these are things I would literally be interested in anything. Uh, you know, uh, you could name pretty much any topic I would be more uh, interested in than some of these. Now, maybe the listening audience disagrees. I don't think so. I think I've got the pulse of the audience uh, pretty well. And so we need to, uh, I don't know if it's uh, some more preparation, some more segments that you need to, uh, I know it's hard. You're doing daily podcasts for training camp. It's hard to uh, stay fresh and be entertaining, but, um, you know, what is it, Zach, the standard is the standard. Is that one of your sayings? Mm, absolutely. I, I, I believe in that. You get better, you get worse. You don't say, well, you don't say the same. Well, uh, you know, you've got to go, we've got to go, but I, I should ask, did you at least in terms of hanging out, did you at least get to enjoy listening to a, a good amount of Marissa on the podcast the other day? I did. Yes. That one was, uh, obviously much more, uh, entertaining. Now, uh, you know, it really uh, struck a chord when, when Marissa was talking about, uh, you know, the important things in life. Uh, I felt like she was directly pointing to, you know, me and my Instagram following uh, <laughs> types of things. You really need to make sure, you know, I will admit, you know, listening to that and then thinking, man, Marissa has like offered to, uh, you know, help me with the Instagram thing, with getting the guide out. Uh, these seem to be like, some trivial things that, uh, that I'm calling on Marissa to help out with. But no, that was fantastic. Um, you know, there was allergies in the uh, in the Kapadia household, I think, by multiple members. And I will say, the uh, the smart TV, which we recently got in the Kapadia household, uh, really changes the dynamics of these YouTube pods. Cause I, I had that bad boy 
on a big screen. I, I Ooh, interesting. A photo, I forgot. I didn't get a great photo, and it was like dark. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it totally changes it. I feel like, you know, I don't know when the team is. Maybe it'll be this year if the team gets hot or if you reach a a point where there's a lot of interest. Like doing those daily at the same time. Uh, you know, people with smart TVs. You know, even if you don't have a smart TV, you can of course log on to the the YouTube app. But uh, I do think it's a, it's a bit of a game changer. There you go. I'm in State College. Welcome to the borough of State College. Here I am on Atherton Street. Home of Daniel Gallen. Home of Daniel Gallen, who I hope to uh, uh, run into this evening. There you go. Zach, you got anything else for Dr. K? No, yeah. I, I love going to college campuses, so enjoy. Thank you. Let's, yeah. let's, let's uh, keep I, that. Can we, can we get that as a drop, please? I no, not in like a, a a bad way. College towns have a certain energy to them. There's always yeah, I understand, but I, I still always, think that's a funny drop. Uh, there's always good places to eat. You know that uh, you Subway. can find good, you find good food at, at good prices usually. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed going to Madison with you last year. I always look fun. forward to a college town. When I was on the college beat, one of the great things was going to these different college towns and. Yeah, there's an energy to college town. So I, I stand by that comment. I agree with that. I agree with that. I like a college town. Now, I haven't been to a college town in a long time. I don't recognize a lot of these places. And as I was saying, you know, I don't know if it's just getting older, but I, you know, I went to the bathroom in Camp Hill at the coffee place, and that was like an hour and a half ago. And now I feel like my bladder is about to explode here. Mm. So I don't know if I need to see a doctor while I'm in state college, if they have some type of uh, – a uh, place that could help me out, but um, this is not enjoyable for these road trips. You know, when we were kids, no one cared about hydration, and now everyone cares about hydration. I'm trying to hydrate, and I got to go to the bathroom every hour and a half. And that's why we get our element. This whole segment has been a, a long sponsored piece of content for Element. Uh, get yours today at slash bird with friends. Uh, okay, Sheil. Uh, you're off to Buffalo tomorrow, and we will uh, maybe we'll talk to you then. Not tomorrow, but maybe Monday. All right, Mon- yeah, Monday uh, afternoon or evening, I will be driving from uh, from Buffalo to Cleveland, so I will be uh, in the car for that stretch. Maybe don't call when I'm ten minutes from uh, uh, Marissa's hometown. Well, we can't make any promises, but uh, we're certainly looking forward to getting the uh, the lowdown from both of you meeting each other in person for the first time. Do the do, do does the other exist? Make sure you wear shorts. Oh yeah, you got to do something weird with your legs, Sheila. Yeah, no, my legs. Uh, I would describe them as skinny, uh, hairy chicken legs. So, <laughs> uh, uh, looking forward to seeing those in a couple days. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. For Zach, Sheil, and Marissa, I'm Bo, and as always, we love you.